Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Alex from Realistic Raps. Uh, Alex is a guy that I've known for a while, or known of. I bought some Lucky Craft Raps from him probably about eight years ago, eight or seven years ago when I was surf fishing a lot. I was fishing boilers a lot and the paint jobs would just be done real quick. So uh, I reconnected with him, man, through, uh, I think he was at the shirt event when everyone came down blank, Caesar toxic baits and uh we we talked man and i wanted to get him on because he has a cool story he does something that not many people do with the bait rap thing and he does a really good job with them. i got to check out a doc rat he did came out amazing i've seen a lot of the baits he's done he kind of talks about the progression of what he's done with the baits because i mean it, it does take a lot of practice and and it, it has a flawless rap on it now so uh yeah this is a great one this was done a couple weeks ago this week, I will have, I think we're going to do Dean from Liquid Assassins and Fishing Alliance, new shop down in San Pedro. Manny Chi with a, maybe a special guest on there, I don't know. And uh, Danny from Blank's coming on. So those are the three that we're going to be doing pretty quickly. And then I got to get some more lined up for later. Um, I had my birthday. I'm 40 now. Time to lock it up, I say. We'll see if that works. Uh I got some pretty pretty cool fucking friends that, that gave me a new laptop. I'm super stoked. I just finished setting it up, so that's why it took a little longer for me to get the podcast out. I had to load the Pro Tools and the Premiere and all the shit on there, and uh, super nice, super stoked, man. What a great birthday. Went to Catalina. No yellowtail, but we had a fun time catching calico and fucking off. And then my wife made me a uh, family birthday at home with uh, all kinds of tiki stuff. It was really cool. They had uh, fish tacos. Bluefin, thanks uh, Ryan Kennedy for hooking it up with the fish. And uh, that's about it, guys. Thanks for all the birthday wishes. Give me, give us a five-star review if you can on iTunes. Um, listen to an ad from Fred Clinshaw. I'm going to have that playing right now. And go to Dark Seas. You still get that 30% off this week, the next month, till August. So go ahead and support us by supporting them and grab some gear. Uh, tagging, tag me on it when you get it. Be great. Tag Dark Seas. And uh, that's about it. So next week should be, I think it might be, I think it's going to be a Dean because I think he might be doing a soft opening. So I want to kind of get that out. Then the week after will be the giveaway with Swimbit Underground for Manny's episode. So I uh, hope you guys like this episode. 
See you next week. Fred Clinshaw Fishing of Southern California is offering custom-guided bass fishing trips for that first-time fishing experience to the seasoned professional tournament angler and everything in between. Spend a half full day or a custom trip catered to your needs aboard one of the two fully rigged high-performance bass boats with learning techniques used by the top pros to find fish and become more successful in catching them. Fred Clinshaw is ready 365 days a year and will professionally take you fishing. Uh, bring a friend, the family, or bring the whole group of guys with you. Fred is now guiding trips on Castaic and Casitas, two of Southern California's world-famous bass fisheries. Call or text him at 805-630-0160. Follow him on Instagram, my boy the Hammer, the Hammer of Fury on Instagram. Or you can check out his website, www.fredclinchoffishing.com. Now, here's where the deal happens. If you mention Cast and Crank, you're going to get a deal on a half or a full day trip. Um, I'm a little biased with this guy. I'm sorry. This is my boy. Freshwater wise, I, I got to say, you got to go to him. And uh, not only, you know, is he an amazing fisherman, he's, I don't like using the the, the word, uh, he's a salt of the earth, but that that's what he is. Uh, he's, a, he's an amazing guy, nice guy, never make you feel fucking stupid. Um, Book with him, man. He supports the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, go book with Fred. And just tell him, hey, Cast and Crank sent you. You guys will get a discount code. You're going to help both of us. And uh, that's about it, man. So, again, go check him out, fredclinchawfishing.com or 805-630-0160. Ready, bro? Let's do this. <laughs> uh, Fishwell. Fishwell. I like that. That's the homies right there. Anybody yeah. that's willing yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to show love with me and, and you know, and, and uh, share some of their love back, I'll rep right. it till, till, yeah. the, till the threads come out type yep. deal. So, you know, I've got a lateral vision uh, jacket back in the day that uh, Nick had gave me. And yeah. It, I mean, this thing is just the colors have changed, the buttons are falling out. But I mean, like I said, I'll rock it till every thread. I just, I get to learn style. a little bit more every time and i think uh ben donati told me about him and he said he's got a lot of history oh too. yeah yeah oh yeah there's a lot of guys with a lot of history some of now, them stay low yeah and exactly chill and, and i feel like he's one of the dudes that stayed low and uh but so we'll talk about alex from realistic raps okay so this is a dude i've known so i feel i feel like i know about fishing a little more now i don't feel confident you know i usually talk about how much of a dickhead i am well <laughs> This is back when Nick was throwing surf fishing Lucky Craft days. Fuck, this has got to be eight years ago. You've been doing it for a minute, right? I know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's been going. So so uh, I was Googling shit, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I found realistic. You had probably like a thousand, 2,000 fucking followers. And I messaged you, and you're like, what's up, bro? And I'm like, hey, I want I, I hate painting Lucky Crafts. You're like, yeah, I make the wrap. So I fucking bought them, and then you threw in a couple extra. I'm like, cool. And that was it. Like, I, I used them. They worked great. You yeah. know, like, I fucking epoxied them. Oh, yeah. And then uh, years later, now that I do this, I'm like, wait, I fucking remember this fucking guy. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like a full circle. Same. And then uh, you came to the fucking uh, 50, or the shirt release event down at uh, Ambitious Ales. Yes, sir. Uh, that was cool. And I wanted to get you on for a minute. So now I got you on. I'm stoked, man. So let's... Uh, we know how everyone got into fishing. Let's talk about what you do. So I feel like what you did then, the only other person that did it before you 
was Billy Egan's buddy. Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Billy, you know Billy oh, Egan. Yeah, Billy's Billy's uh, Billy's friend did the the raps yeah, too. Yep. Was, this was a while ago, was, and then I think it was you. It was right? Billy actually, Billy, and okay. I think he had one other guy. I don't Tim remember. Evans, his, is it Tim Evans? Uh, Tim and was I, it the Tim? I think was okay, included yes. in that as well. Swimbaits and yes. swimbait.com. Yes. And yes sir. So, so that's what I'm kind of like trying to to make a timeline so people know what's going on. Oh yeah. Because I feel like you have a, a lot of history with it. Oh yeah. Thank you. Know? you. So thank you. Uh, Let's talk about what the fuck were you thinking when you started it, bro? Honestly, man, I, I mean, at the time, I wasn't about social media. I, I, I was just working at a fab shop, off-roading, building badass custom off-road trucks, and uh, fishing whenever I could. Um, had one of my homies, uh, KPN, uh, does rattle traps and topwater lures, one of my real good OG friends. Okay. Um, used to paint blanks, and I'm always just so critical, and my attention for detail has just always been so extreme. I, I would ask him, you know, hey, paint me something with way more detail. And he was like, hey, you know, he's such a busy man. He had, That was his side hustle. He had a big job that he really, I mean, just he did good on. And and uh, one day I was down at my graf- at the graphic shop in Long Beach, my homie's shop, Adam A1 Higher Graphics. And I was like, yo, Adam, uh, you know, you think we could try to do something on this? And, I mean, uh, we came out with it. And at the time I was like, this is this is amazing. This is phenomenal. And literally it was... So you were doing raps at the time? Uh, I had st- I had, I'd started, I had actually was outsourcing everything to my buddy adam it was more just a but adam was doing rap oh yeah he owns a huge company i mean sheriffs uh, ambulances hub um um, hospitals i mean you name it big corporations tow trucks um i mean just uh and uh the other question is is what was the first bait that you wrapped that was cons uh the four inch kpn or the four inch rattle trap because i was fishing the aqueduct hardcore at the time three four times a week sometimes i mean i was pretty much running it from the 14 to the five freeway it's like a 70 mile what year was this man i I haven't Early, early mid two thousands. Maybe I actually know it's probably late late two thousands. Nine, uh, yeah, eight, nine, nine, ten, ten. somewhere okay, on there. Right. Honestly, you know, right when I I was a, uh, and um, so I I start I come out with this rap and. The cutoff was right behind the head. I mean, there was no details, just pretty much some body. And I thought it was the shit. And so I, I shared it to a couple of my homies and they were like, dude, this is awesome. You need to get on social media, Instagram, Facebook and sell this stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is just for me. This is just my hobby. Like, I just want this for my little <laughs> for my little edge, you know, to show these yeah, fish something right? different. And then sure enough, I get on social media and I see other guys doing it as well, mostly in the freshwater game. Um, there was a, a guy, a Rich Whitaker. Uh, from uh, bait wraps that was doing it on saltwater jigs um, so I kind of saw that there was two angles to it and just still didn't really ring a bell it was just I mean I tried moving them a little bit here and there and kind of try to feel things out I'm all about numbers and statistics so the first thing I want to do is do like a control test see what's going to happen what the response is and the response was actually really more than I expected and then from there it was just pretty much putting a game plan together um, I pretty much just observed on what everybody was doing what they weren't doing um, how to create a better product, how to serve the customers better, just the overall business aspect of it, which I think was really lacking in a sense of what I do, um, besides the impeccable quality of the product and, and just showing how to do it and stuff. Because most of the guys out there were either selling the baits already wrapped or you'd send them the bait and they'd do it. They'd but wrap it for you. As my off-road career ended, I realized when the economy failed. Um, what year was, was this? This was late 2000s okay you know, same thing it okay. was a, a diy world after that we were you know we went from building hundred thousand dollar trucks to thirty thousand dollar trucks and when i realized yeah. that everybody's doing backyard stuff i said diy is the way to go in this economy in this day and age so i said let me create a wrap that i can show people how to put on i'll put a little youtube video out 
and we'll go from there. The main idea was just to pretty much design and print, design, print, ship. I didn't want to touch baits at all whatsoever. Um, I already have enough going on in my head with mad scientists, different projects, things like that. <laughs> and um, the last thing I want to do is have my hands involved in one more thing. Right. But as it took me longer to put my website together, to get all my templates, to get all my editing, my designing, everything scaled and fit perfectly, I realized, you know what, I need to kind of step in as well to keep things going. So did you, did you, um, so after the whole off-road thing ended, yes, did you figure out, oh, I got to get the programs, I got to do the templates, you got to do all that shit yourself? Oh, yeah. So everything I learned on my own, I never went to school for anything besides yeah. the help from Adam and the homie Timmy at A1 Higher Graphics. Uh, pretty much everything was self-taught. I mean, I never went to school for business. I never went to school for graphics design. I, I didn't even know what some of the tools on my on my programs were i mean even down to the point when i bought my computer i had to google where to plug the usb for the mouse and the keyboard into the back of the yeah, tower like yeah, yeah. i had no clue i'm, I'm a hands-on guy and technology was the farthest thing from me in a sense and honestly just sitting down just printing designing wrapping just over and over and over. I mean, practice makes perfect is what they say you know so i mean and uh, so just worked my way up i knew that the foundation was was providing customer service with a, a product that was just phenomenal. So I said, you know what? I went big. I looked into the biggest, baddest printer I could buy, which is industrial printers, about twenty grand. I looked into the biggest programs. I looked into the best computer, what year? laptop. So two thousand. This was this was probably now. This was a little later after that. Twelve. I mean, this was maybe twelve, thirteen, okay. fifteen. So and just slowly started working my way into it. And I was gracious enough and grateful enough that my homie Adam you know, uh, held me up and pretty much allowed me to do all my printing and designing through him. No cost. I mean, this is my boy. So, and just g held me up until I can pretty much, I was ready. $20,000 investment. No, no, um, no, um, uh, damn it. Uh, no experience whatsoever. No yeah. schooling, no education. Yes. I was very skeptical. It's it kind of cool, man. Took me a year to finally make that, to make that decision of just calculating financially the numbers, the overhead, the profit. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. So, and Jumped into it and started off at the bottom, you know, doing small stuff and just gradually worked my way up to the top and just trying to just still provide, you know, an awesome product, you know, good customer service. So I plan on expanding. I'm going to be looking for some entrepreneurs, some some young apprentices. Um, if anybody's out there, please feel free to hit me up if you guys are local. So it's time to take the business to the next level and really, you know, change things. So, I mean, what do you think? Uh, okay, I have so many questions. I'm like. Fucking going crazy, bro. Trust. So, <laughs> let me crack the my first, beer. There you go. Oh, that's what we want to hear. <laughs> Salute, brother. Salute. I'm open mind too. Yes, sir. Right here, brother. Salute. Let's, one for you. All right. So, uh, you start this 2014, 13, 15, whatever. Um, your first run of them. Yes, sir. Okay. So I fished a couple different baits. I fished my Lucky Craft. Yep. The wrap was a little thicker. I'm going to say that. And it threw the swim off a little. It does. No hate. Nope. Okay. This is the first run. This is OG. You're pretty like new when, oh, yeah. I, when I did it. <laughs> I fished my buddy Bobby Big Dick Martinez. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. He's got a dock rat you did. Yes, sir. And that thing looks fucking flawless, dude. Thank I you. look at it and I'm like, shit, he let me borrow. And I'm like, fuck, man. Dope. So when you guys hear me talk about uh, my first swim bait fish it was with uh tatuna okay yes i took that dock rat and i was fucking fishing it and it was fucking gliding but the wrap on it was sick as shit and bobby's like oh yeah alex did it i'm like cool yeah the homie so yeah. um 
you grew a lot over when did you when do you think you got your stride so you know what i'm saying like so what i'm gonna say is like so pretty maybe much, in the beginning you're like okay i'm doing it but when did you get your stride oh this is the so way pretty much i started off doing freshwater stuff it was rattle traps and jerk baits um i was trying to do some top water stuff small spooks and stuff um and then the saltwater bite picked up out here and it just popped off um i saw that there was a a, a need and desire for rap jigs as well, even though there was already a company out there. I Were you doing more Lucky Craft? Were you doing yes, more? it was pretty much Lucky hey. Crafts. It was it was Mega Bass One Tens. Um, what year? It, it was uh, again two fourteen, you know, thirteen, fourteen. This 15. is my years, so, dude. You're talking about my yeah. time. This is what's cool because you're when your shit hit is when. So we'll get back to surf fishing a little yes, bit. Uh, John Kim, yep. all those dudes from, uh, and then uh, uh, what's it, dude? Uh, Wingnut. Arthur, Wingnut, yeah. yes, sir. And you got All those dudes. Sinjin Kim, John yeah. Kind. Oh, so yes, Sinjin just hit. Sinjin. Mm-hmm. I'm following him. I'm going to get him yep. on, I hope. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I mean, uh, and you know Garrett? Yep. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes, no. So I'm... all those dudes. So you hit at the time where I'm like, fuck, this is like kind of my time. I remember all this shit happening. Dope. So that whole Lucky Crap thing made a big deal at the time. Dope, it did. And you fucking found a way to make it renew it. Yeah. That was a big deal. That was. Yeah. And the thing is, is with some of the materials or the options that I had, you can take an existing factory pattern and wrap over it with, let's say, a transparent, and it would just, I mean, granted, it did take a little bit, it had a little extra weight, it did kill a little bit, but in my honest opinion, you know, it was all about that realisticness, and sometimes the slower the better, too. You're not always burning these things, so get a little bit of wobble out of it, just let that kind of current do its thing, and I mean, the the wrap pretty much does all the work for you, in my opinion. You can almost throw it out there. So here's a good question for you. Yes, sir. So since you say our realisticness, Yes, sir. Do you think that... um, a lot of guys go, it doesn't matter how it looks. It matters how, how it swims. Of course. Do you think that little bit of a realisticness you add to the bait gives you that much of an edge? Me, as an extremist, as an overthinker, everything, in my honest opinion, is going to make not so much the fish bite it, but just you even confident more as an angler. So whether or not you're, you're able to, to, to follow through with actually getting the fish to bite, but just any way, shape, or form to make yourself confident. And I honestly felt that having that realistic image on there really increased my confidence because I look at every detail of, of what these fish are feeling, what they're experiencing, their patterns, their characteristics, their behaviors. And, and the one thing that I keep putting in my head is if I go to a restaurant and I see a menu that's got pic- blurry, pixie, pixelated you know, pictures, or I go to one that has phenomenal professional, I'm instantly attracted to the one that looks even if they're the same picture. So just having that clarity, that perfect, that to the T of what they're actually you're going to eat, I thought really made a difference. I agree so. with you 100% because yeah. I feel like everyone tells me when you're fishing, like say if you're going to fish a bed or you're like on the corner of the uh, park lake, they can see you 10 feet out. Yes, sir. Well, why the fuck can't they see like a fish that has a pattern? You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Am so, I wrong? Or so am I- when you have so many factors going against you, which is your line, your split rings, your hook, um, the fish actually physically seeing you, anything that you can get to benefit you to trigger that fish or even make him a little more curious than normal just to react in a sense right when you have all those things working against you why not have something to work for you and that's where i again the realisticness of the rap really in my honest opinion i mean i know i've had um freshwater and saltwater multiple stories from people out fishing where they were like, I threw everything, and I threw the realistic, and it just got destroyed. There was a San Diego captain that had did a, a 16-day trip, went out, went down there and did everything they could and would only get them on bait. And the following trip, 
They murdered him only on the wrapped jigs. And he actually told this to one of my pros, one of my uh, uh, sponsors that I sponsor, Larry Brown, Larry Brown Charters. And Larry Brown was like, Alex, I, I need to relay this to you. <laughs> and I actually asked him, you know, is this something I can repeat? Yeah, and yeah. he said, go for it. And there's a post on my Instagram a few years back of yeah. this captain on this 16-day sport boat said these wraps caught these fish and yeah. they wouldn't touch anything else in the last month whether or not it was a weather change a temperature change they're just starving who, who knows what but that there's, there's a lot of stories that i've had that in, that just made me my confidence build not along along already what i have within my company but just hearing the outcome and the support and do this do that and just hearing the excitement of what the anglers are fishing even if they're not catching them they, they're seeing how realistic that bait looks and it's just make again making them feel more confident and the more confident you can feel the more that energy that I positivity agree. i agree it's it's going to change your day so do you feel like that so i don't feel like i could put a wrap on like you do you feel like you need to put it on to make it the best to be honest possible scenario um, I've been selling them for a while now, even with the install videos or some people that just mess them up. I always say, you know, usually by the first second, maybe the third one, you get it dialed. Um, the main thing is just applying the heat. You know, I use a lighter, small sections at a time, heat it up, manipulate it, stretch it, shrink it, whatever you need to do. Um, there's a few guys out there that I've never even met. I've just verbally gave them instructions. Have over you the done phone. a YouTube video of that? Uh, uh, yes, there are there are videos of all that stuff out really? there. Yes, okay. oh yeah. So there's. Well, the, you might have to do another one minute with the guest. I'm game. I, I brought you a whole. <laughs> I know we're gonna we're gonna figure it out right now, dude. We'll do it. I need a razor blade. <laughs> I, I I probably have a lighter in the car, so I mean I can use this one right. The little. Hey, either that or coke. We'll do either one. We're fucking dead. <laughs> I'm game. Let's rock. But yeah. Hey, so. nose beers, bro. <laughs> no, but for real like a <laughs> cheers, to that. Cheer, cheers to that brother salute oh, man. but for real like uh having a video like that is a big deal like to to break it down and i feel like i i feel like almost i'd rather just send it to you and if especially if i'm gonna do like a fucking mother or something yep. like i don't want to fuck that up honestly from from a, from a small uh you know a jerk bait to the large i mean i'm willing to do it right now obviously my biggest hang up in with what i do time. is just time yeah. turnaround i mean i could spend half a day just in emails and replies you know and then i still have to worry about printing shipping wrapping sanding clear coating and that's what i'm saying it's time to expand i need to take it to the next level and you get me a little team going you know, all my big accounts are all ready to throw me boxes of a thousand baits at a time, and I can barely handle the hundred baits at a time, so to speak. And I just I see where where I'm I'm slipping and slacking, and it's yeah. Plus, I'm I'm a networker. I'm a I'm a designer. I'm a creator. Um, I do kind of get bored after a while just doing the same repetitiveness because my brain just does not like it. It I need to be challenged. I need to have problems. I like to fix. I like to so that it's time. Like I said, time to step no, it up. I get take it, it to I the next it. game. You know, I mean, once I get. Once I get this this major flaw of you know time and, and and whatnot taken care of, I think I think everything will be back to to 100. I'm such a perfectionist. I'm always worried about everything that's going on with my business. It's took me a while to get to where I'm at, work my way up, and the re the respect and the appreciation of the industry as well. You know, so I mean, I do I, I do have my story, so to speak, of things that kind of fell apart, but that's just life. You know, live and learn, move forward. I've always tried to, you know, squash and settle whatever, you know, indifferences or, or misunderstandings there may be. I mean, I live my life with, the, with with a good heart and a good energy and so just try to prosper. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be rich, but if I could just be comfortable and, my, and again, provide, a, you know, an impeccable quality product that my customers will thoroughly enjoy, then I'll be happy. I agree you know, with so. you. That's, that's kind of my outlook is like, 
This podcast I do for free. <clears throat> I complain about it all the time. Sorry, guys. Respect. No. <laughs> but uh, it, the whole time is like, one day if I can get to the point where I can make a little cash, hit make the wife happy, cool. Uh, you're doing the same thing, you know, yes, like, so you have a full-time job you do as well, or just, this is all just me, realistic man. This is, and I'm, but that's where <laughs> I respect that is yeah. like, you're hustling that hard to do that. Yeah. What is a couple of a uh, big swim bait companies or people you're doing a lot of raps for? Who's... Man, we got Johnny rat. We got black dog. I just recently did a collab. Oh, with, you do black dog too. I, I've probably done a few thousand punkers just alone. I mean, let alone, a few hundred G two show up, crackers bro. for We've them. Got, we've gone back a couple times. But <laughs> he lives up north, right? Jeremy's the homie. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. No, Jeremy's the homie. Carlo from Delta Wood Bombers. Uh, Matthew from Johnny Rat. Um, I, I mean, oh, I've done Johnny Rat, dude, uh, that's sick. Endless, and I can go on and on. But you know, it's 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 enjoyable to to have somebody who who shares the passion with me to be able to say, hey, I want to do this collab with you. And and to know that they put that much time and energy and blood, sweat, and tears into this bait and then to send it to me to have me put my final, final touches on, you know, means a lot to me too. I, I, like I feel like you carved your niche though, like where people know who you are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, I, I've, I've, I've. It's a hard thing to do, man, you know? Really, is it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I'm just. That's how a, fucking good you are. I'm just a one-man show. I just, <laughs> I just, I just do me. Yeah, like, like, I just do me, no, man. I, like, I, I, I think it know? is a hard niche. It's a hard thing respect to to carve on your own because you've done it for a long time and i think when you you put time in uh you get a you get like a solid foundation where you built something you know what i'm saying like and i'm sure there's other dudes that do it and kudos to them not shitting on no one else like you said no way our dudes just started maybe they didn't know or maybe they're up north plenty of pie for everybody to eat is the way i look at it dude there's dudes that started podcasts and they're like hey what do you think Fucking do it, yes, sir. dude. I'm not the only guy. I'm not the first. Like you and I have, won't be the last. Uh, Chase O'Field with uh, I think it's Offshore Explorer. Yep. Bassworks uh, 141 up north. Yep. Dude, I'll support everyone that wants to do a fucking podcast. I don't give a fuck. Amen. Respect for that. Yeah. No, that's what it's about. You know, I mean, once once you cross that line and, and and you get that bitter, that bad energy, you're just that's not what life's. You know, you're not going to prosper that way. You know, you yeah. just need to I, carry yourself with the best that you can. You know, and just give that as you would want it reciprocal, you know, yes. give what you want to be treated, you know, I mean, the same way. So I'm usually really uh, in the shadows. So like, this is probably the most I've come out for a lot of my my followers, so to speak, to just to hear who I am and what I'm about. Because unless you actually get a chance to personally meet me in public, you know, it's like, I'm just kind of quiet. I don't really but do you, a lot of... But you've lived a pretty fucking hard life though, right? I, I You know, I've enjoyed it, man. Everything I've done, <laughs> you know, I got into off-roading. I got a job at off-road shop and worked there for X amount of years. I started partying. I got a job at Hollywood and did, and, and Hollywood Avalon and did party buses to Vegas for rehab at Wet, at Wet Republic. I mean, um, the fishing industry, it's like, no matter what you do, what I did, I got a job in it and it's do what you love and you never work a day of your life, you know? So, right. and I mean, that's it. So right now it's just kind of getting back on my feet. Kind of just just recently divorced, so just kind of getting finding myself again. Do you have kids or no? No kids, you know. I got three four leggers, you know. So and, uh, and that's it. Just uh, just living it, man. You know. Just, How long were you married for? If you um, me ask nine me. years and was with her for thirteen. So uh-huh. yeah, and, and it was uh, it, out of all the ways it could have fallen apart. It was something that was unexpected. Or oh, she I'm sorry. she kind of uh, she kind of um, overdid it on on the prescription drugs, trying to study oh, for wow. USC Marshall School, oh, that's and horrible, that man. that kind sorry. of changed who she was. And then from there, we just kind of went our own separate ways and i come to the conclusion like all right she's changed it's not well you seem happy man i'm you know you how have, long ago did you get divorced uh i was divorced in october so we were separated right when you for came like, right when you came to the shit man yeah. that's 
That's when uh, I, I talked to you last. And I was probably and, quiet uh, You then. came with the, I forgot his name, Swimbait Eric, junkie. the homie Swimbait yeah, Junkie. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir, my boy. Hey, so. he's, he's solid too, yeah, man. No, yeah, no, no, he's the homie too. Yeah. So. But yeah, then I was actually quiet then because I was just barely yeah. coming out of my, the, my shell, so and to then speak. I and, seen you at Fred Hall on your yes, handling business. So let's talk about the next thing you're part of that not many dudes are on the West Coast. Yes, sir. Uh, Band of Anglers. And uh, explain the whole thing. They make a couple baits if you're a calico guy from the kelp. Anything. Yes, sir. I, I mean, they work fucking amazing. Yes, sir. So let's talk about the whole band, how you became part of it. Whole story, bro. So I came into it through the homie Edgar at the time um, and through the homie Robert. Um, we were both, we had all met up and started fishing. I had known Edgar from back in the day. From, Who's Robert? Uh, Robert? Robert is from France. Um, I don't remember his. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I heard the story. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Robert. Um, so, He's a fishing network guy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think he had joined right after I had got the boot from fishing network. You got the boot. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I didn't know about this. Brother. Hold on one second. Okay. I got to piss. Okay. All right. Sorry. I had to piss. So. <laughs> You you got kicked off of fishing now. So not only kicked off, but technically I was fired, and then I my IP was blocked. What did you do? Well, how were you fired? So what did you do? I I had just found this site and loved fishing, loved sharing my stories more than I actually loved going out and catching. Hey, them my sometimes. name was Bullet Tooth Hulk. What was yours? Mine was Fish Bones. So <laughs> Fish Bones was my name. Did you know SP Dan? I knew SP Dan. Yes, I I knew pretty much everybody. I, I mean, oh, at one man. point in time, I was I was kind of a nobody, and then as I just kind of socialized and worked my way in um the were you part of the hold on go ahead you're good were you part of swat i was not no i knew them all you weren't that good huh not so much good hey they'd come and clear your fucking beach out real quick dude (laughs) (laughs) i mean between knowing what where when and just being good sticks in general Mm -hmm. you know i mean i can't really blame them so in a sense but yeah they ran they ran it they ran it they They definitely inspired they they motivated um but yeah so uh um started started messing around on the site posting stuff like that friends followers um the owner uh, jeff at the time had been like hey man you know you're pretty cool let's go fishing what's jeff's name uh jeff uh jeffrey uh jeffrey son yes and he had a fishing hot pages was the original this is like way back when so what did arthur do so arthur was just more so of a of a face and 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 a representative so to speak kind of like promoting and i didn't really at the time i don't think he had any direct relation to it because um, once I finally was, became um, the moderator. But you knew Sinjin from before. Sinjin, I've never technically met him. I've just seen his stories. I've obviously seen him catching fish. I know the dude, again, what, where, when, why, yeah. and how to do it. Okay. So I, game recognized game in a sense. Um, as far as him as a character, like I said, I've never had a chance to bond, talk yes. to him, nothing like that. But the dude obviously slays, so you got to give him that regardless of outside of who he is, whatever. Amazing, amazing angler, so... Um, Jeff brought me in as moderator, eventually worked me up to administrator, and that's when I pretty much was just running the entire site. I mean, I was kicking guys off for doing stuff. Oh, there shit. was guys getting I didn't know this. You this is brother. great. So I ran <laughs> I, I was moderator for a minute and then hey, eventually. Did you he were you there over. when uh Chris Lewis was on there too, sees? I'm pretty sure I was. If I can, I can, I, he might have been one that I might have banned for whatever reason because yeah. he's just a G. But hey, Chris, yeah. my my bad brother. I'm just doing what I was told. I was just a, you know someone in the totem pole. But um, so yeah, um, became administrator. You know, I really everybody got to know me then, going out and fishing with the with the owner a lot. And then one day, just kind of started ghosting me. And I'm like, yo, what's up, Jeff? Everything good? Like I'm still doing my part on the side. And he's like, yeah, thanks, man. Everything's good. Just keep doing your thing and. He's like, hey, let's go fishing tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, tomorrow morning comes and nobody shows up. No, I'm in the front with my gear and I'm like, beach at the beach. No, like to my house. Pick me up with the boat and the trailer. Oh, fuck. And I'm just like, uh, or just, or told me a day prior. 
and then the following day never followed up and then the following day i saw he did a post and went fishing with somebody else and three or four times this hey, kind of happened what you call that what's up big dick <laughs> so we're we're working it that way i mean it, it's it's a grower not a shower but uh <laughs> but yeah so um um so one day i finally come to the point where i'm like yo what's up man what's what's the deal and he's still kind of just ghosting and kind of distant and i mean i've been to his house i had dinner with them we hooked up we've we've done we connected like brothers and so I finally, I'm, I think I was picking up some graphics that I was having done for the site at the time, and I was on my way back from Long Beach, and he was kind of around the area, and so I stopped by, and I knock on his door, and he walks out, and he's like, dude, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we're still cool, right? And he's just kind of acting a little weird, and I'm like, like, what's the deal, bro? What happened? Like, what happened? Like, tell me. Like, yeah, if I fucked yeah. up, I'll, I'll admit my wrongs. I'll, you know, better to ask for forgiveness than, better, better to apologize and ask for forgiveness, so to speak, and pretty much he said it straight out of his mouth he's just like i just can't handle you out fishing me all the time and i need to just go out and do my own thing a little bit just kind of on everything i love bro and so come to find out so anyways long story short i was kind of shocked because i just helped him repaint his boat just the other day and so i was like you know what brother it's all good don't trip and so by the time i get home my ip and my my profile was blocked and banned and i was just like whoa which is funny is because i had a couple ninja profiles that i would use to troll the the site (laughs) to look to look to look for guys that were doing breaking the rules so what do i do i get in a proxy and i log in and i start trolling jeff messing around like you can't find like you, you didn't get rid of me yet and little character no malicious intent just messing around he finally blocks the other profiles and we went our separate ways come to find out he brings another guy in the same shoes same thing happens who's that like, guy um i don't remember his name i know diana diana that used to be from um the uh, uh one of the uh, one of the ladies in the industry that fishes a lot uh diana uh i think his name was blake there was a kid named blake that they brought in and uh, Jeff brought in, same thing, moderator, administrator, they're fishing together, all of a sudden, ghosted. I finally meet Blake one day, cocking through Diana, and we're literally, the stories are identical. Oh. And I'm just like... Same shit happened to him. Same shit happened to him as well. Oh, and I'm just like, what the heck? And I'll tell you, the straw that broke the camel's back was, uh, Jess could be mad at me. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> had, <laughs> Jeff had a... a, a um, an account with 976 Tuna and the Fish Dope. Or Fish Dope, I'm sorry, hit with through Bloody Decks. Is which, Diana a fishing syndicate? She, no, she was a fi- she was VC Fishing Girls at the time. Now I think she's Fishing Syndicate. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, Diana she's, Cortez. She's a... Uh, is it Ron Hester's? Yes. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, so we, me and Diana talked. She's like, oh my she God. She was on there too. You got to meet Blake. Okay. So, so anyways, um, damn it, I lost my train of thought. Same stories. You guys talked. You and Blake talked. Yes, yes, yes. So, and then you talked about. Uh, Damn it! Fuck. Uh, so my brain is such, such a scattered brain when it comes to stuff like this. It was it was going in a good direction. I know. Too. Uh, you talked to Jeff again, Dan. No, so no. you talked to Diana. Uh, yeah, talked to Diana. Talked to, uh, talked you to met Blake. Blake. You guys had story. the same story. It was just like what a trip. I mean, I, God, I'm, you had a fucking great piece. I know it was going good too. Trust me. Uh, damn it. I'm so horrible. Whatever. Either way. Anyways. So uh, from there, you're done. You got kicked off. Yep. Pretty much left that and uh, just went back into, you know, the off-road industry, you know, just fabricating, doing my thing, still fishing as hard as I could, you know, and then um, me and Edgar and Robert uh, had met up one day to, to do some fishing, fished a bunch of times, you know, at the time Robert was... Really- and I feel like you guys were like a solid fucking... Uh- I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You guys are killing it. Yeah, All three of you guys, fucking Edgar, you, and yeah, like you know, like you guys... Beat it, beat up a surf. Too, oh yeah, you know? we all had our own little niche and our own certain yeah. techniques. And you know, at, at one point in time, you know, one guy would be hot, the other guy hot. If if it was really popping, you know, we'd all be doing it. I mean, but it's combined, it was like we knew that one of us would be able to help figure if if it was a tough one. But it, I mean, it was always a blast. So met up, fished a bunch. Um, Robert was friends at the time, really good friends at the time with Patrick, and had done, been working with him. Excuse me, if I remember correctly, and uh, eventually had worked Edgar into it. Um, Edgar started working with them as well. Edgar did a bunch of shows, put in a bunch of time. Fred Hall came around, and I was like, you know what? Um, they they were they were down with me going to volunteer and help out, and uh, they put me up on the booth the first time. wasn't even working for them or anything. It was just volunteer. And the second I was up there, they were like, dude, you're a natural. And you me, are, dude. I'm not. <laughs> me I'm gonna in- give you that, dude. Every time I seen you up there, dude, you are fucking going talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, and you're like. I'm fucking like I'm going bl- dude I'm blushing because you know, like- I'm an introvert but when it comes to something that I like like when certain situations I can be very much in my shell but when it comes to something that I like or things that I've experienced or I'm confident about I can just go on and on just yeah. um, never really imagine myself doing demos or anything like that if, if I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a statistics and numbers man and if I would never I, if I had to bet on something like that I would have never even put my but money on but you know what's cool is that but, you're saying that yeah. I fucking hate talking to people <laughs> new people how about that i get it and you would never think that that i just it's 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 just like something different it's like oh i no one's around so it's like okay me and you but people listen to this so it's like right but in my head i'm like i'm just talking to you you know trust me i get it i get it i think that's the hard part of the business as well is a lot of times the introvert in me is it's uh, it's very difficult to have to go out of my way and again let them you know respond or just give them that and i try to give everybody as much time of day as possible if somebody wants to call me or something i mean whatever it is i'm you know and besides like a shoulder to cry on type deal but mm-hmm. anything business related i'm i'm, I'm there as, as much time as needed and that may affect the overall of the business and the turnaround and everything else but that's also what you know people like they want that personal too as well you know not just to buy a product and say oh it's awesome but they want to know a little more about the person and that's yeah that's a tough part of me because again i've never been much to really call my way go out of my way or kind of express myself ig facebook was always personal or you weren't at this time when you started helping were you still doing the rap yeah no i was still rapping i had my i was i was doing it good at the time so i mean and then uh eventually uh uh, Pat, right then and there, Patrick was like, you're amazing. You know, Edgar, Robert, everybody was completely supportive. Um, end of the Fred Hall show, Patrick looks at me and he's like, Alex, go home and pack your bags. I'm sending you to, t- to Tennessee for the Bassmaster Classic, like, tomorrow. Oh, you did the Bass? And I'm like, 
What the hell? Hey, did you get to put one of them fucking cool like pro staff fucking jerseys on? <laughs> no, they just gave us a cool little lanyard which uh, which was like a you know uh, your name badge yeah. and stuff like that, and got to meet a bunch of pros. And you know, me and Robert uh, you know worked our way into like a press conference, which we weren't really press, but you know we just gotta oh, you know you gotta that, just you dude. know the energy and just you know how to work. I and mean, so we went and actually had breakfast and 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 sat down with pros and went out to their boats and shook hands and gave dude. out product. I mean, we we did what we were. What we, what we needed to do that was our mission was to really just push the product and get these anglers you know knowledgeable on what the, what it is and different things like that so um from there um we went out to, to icast in florida you know went out and did that that was really fun as well i mean i stuff like that was amazing i i how I, long would you be at icast for when you so icast was only three days but we were out there for 10 days so mm. we we worked for three days and and the rest of the seven days we just fished our butt off you know we went out there and just tarpon, tried, huh? you know, no tarpon oh. I, I i think i might have had one just based off the fight i couldn't really tell you because it was the only but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of snook you know um, um no reds unfortunately no. either you know i was a little unfortunate you know jacks yeah you know, um, what else do we get? Um, I caught a catfish. Edgar was laughing at me. He's like, "Don't you don't even talk about that thing, bro." That's like the, I'm like, bro. It's like my first Florida East Coast. Like, I mean, I went on to to, to kill it and destroy it and catch a bunch of yeah, other badass yeah, fish, yeah. you know. But um, that's funny. It was. I mean, I'm proud. I'm a fisherman. Yeah, Anything it may yeah, be, yeah. you know, if it's a dang whatever, maybe. I mean, it's an accomplishment. It's you know, it's a, so it's like, but yeah. So I mean, and, and then eventually. You know, uh, things things um, went the way life goes. You know, and the guys, you know, went went their different ways. And pretty much here I am, left. You know, it's kind of holding the reins, so to speak. It's just you now. Just me now okay. from from the, from us three, so to speak. So for the West Coast, yeah, there's no one else. There, right? We have a couple other guys out here, you know. But back from when I was first initially on the team, I I don't think there was there was Jim Salmon's. I take it back, Jim Salmon's kayak show. You know, down in Diego, and and uh, I know he he was doing it before me as well, and just kind of. Um, as far as up here in, in kind of the LA area, so I, I know I'm I'm pretty much the only one. So wow, yeah, and and it's a you know what it's been one hell of a ride. I mean, uh, a lot to live and learn, a lot of a lot of stuff with just uh, um, you know morals, values, ethics, you know character, behavior. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes along with it, which is very important as well. You know, and and um, those things are are make or break in a sense. And so I mean, just. I, I'm grateful for every opportunity given, you know, and we're, life is short. And you never know when, how long our time's going to be here. So I just try to, you know, uh, take advantage of, of what I can if given me the opportunity, yeah, so to yeah, speak. Of course. You know, so my heart's bigger than my hands, so to speak. So I'm always giving more than asking, you know, even though everybody, since I started my business, it's like I probably got three months worth of fishing trips planned out when I finally get to the point where I can leave <laughs> from everybody that I've met in the industry, right? you know, so to yeah. speak. So it's like, I mean, and, and if and when I get to that point, I'll definitely be making some calls and some messages. And like yo yo, I mean so I'm ready. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So you uh, handled Fred Hall this year on your own. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Me and uh, me and. Uh, oh, man. Okay, so who was fishing with you at Fred Hall? Oh, so or who was helping you at the booth? So Fred Hall was uh, Andrew Cameron and Brian Day. Um, Patrick showed up uh, for the first day and then flew out the following day, if I remember correctly. Um, did a pretty much a whole day seminar on the tank. Patrick, I, we never even had a chance the first day to go on there. He just owned the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, after that, it was pretty much... Uh, and you guys have your own tank at those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big-ass tank. I mean, there's yeah. quite a few people that had That's booths so long, there. long, yeah. I mean, were inquiring, like, yo, where do we get one? I mean, I know uh, um, another couple of uh, swim bait guys that I know as well that make baits were like, yo, dude, give me the info on that tank. I need one to test <laughs> in. And I shared whatever I could with them. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that was Fred Hall. I mean, that went really well. Um, the, 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 the COVID thing kind of... You know, concerned the the the, the turnout, so to speak. Hey, it fucked at the me time. bad. It, it did, right? Shirts, yeah, yes. yeah. 
Just, yeah. No. I thought I sold a lot more shirts, and I'm like, I'd like fuck me. Yep. I still owe 800 bucks. That was a big thing. <laughs> I mean, and not only that, we were we were supposed to do the Del Mar show, and then um, uh, iCast, the Bassmaster Classic, was on the same day or yeah. the same week as Fred Hall, so I didn't get to go fly out for that. But a few months after, it would have been iCast. That's pretty much didn't get to enjoy that this year. Damn. You know, the networking, you know, the marketing, just shaking hands and meeting. Yeah. I mean, especially a trip to Florida, go out and fish out there again. You know, fishing capital of the world. It's it's a phenomenal spot. So I know uh, I know Patrick will definitely fly me out there again coming up soon. And you bet, go, he better. Uh, hey, uh, Patrick, Pat- come on. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick's my boy. So we, we connect real well. And uh, does he come out here know. a lot? <laughs> you know, he doesn't too much. You know, and I no. wish I wish I wish he did. He's he's got his his. You know his his family and, and and kids and his business going out so there. Hopefully so hopefully next Fred Hall you can hook up uh, Patrick podcast. Yeah. yeah, you know that'd be awesome if I could slide him in. So on I feel a day. like I'd be like, hey, one day just like you know, come up here. We'll do a little podcast. You can kind of pick your brain, dude, because he's done it all. The dude. stories he has. Hey, I mean, his just... his lures. It's like fuck. I saw his lures like when I was watching TV shows like ten years ago. Yep. Like I was like. You know, yep. I call him I call him the Einstein of bait making only because yeah. his his thought process is so extreme. Um, a few years ago, when me and Edgar were walking the aisle of Fred Hall at the end of the show, um, Patrick walks by us, and Patrick is, doesn't really you know dress too fancy. He does he doesn't care about his appearance too much. He's just he is who he is. And we walk past him. And Edgar looks at me and he's like, "You know who that was, Alex?" And I'm like, "That was Patrick." And he's like, "Let's go." To, I'm like, "Let's go talk to him. We're not going to just let him." So we go and talk to him, and he hands us these lures. And just basically looking well, at lures, the lures, it? it was the flying popper and okay. flying pencil. And just physically looking at the lures, already two things on it caught my attention, which were the slots on the bottom for the micro air propulsion. Instantly, I looked before he, before Patrick even had a chance to say anything. I said, Patrick, this is going to make it fly farther. And these wings. <laughs> and he looks at me and he like grabs my shoulder. And he's like, Alex, you know these things? I'm like, <laughs> engineering, technology, this is like, yeah. this is awesome. And so from there, it's like, it just it went to, you know, we eventually went farther and you know, fished together and I mean, all this stuff like that. So it was really cool. Really cool. Definitely an experience I'm grateful for. Yeah. You know, so um, where it goes from there. Are you like, fishing for anyone else? Just a uh, band of angels? No, it's just it? me. I mean, anybody that's willing to shoot something my way. And if I, if I, if I you know, respect and admire who they are and, and how they carry themselves and all the above, I'll, I'll rock it to the grave type type of deal. So, and that's just who yeah. I am, you know. I mean, so. Um, what's your local lake you grew up on? My local's uh, Lake Lake, Whittier Narrows, man. Damn, you know, I like it. Wetto from the ghetto, bro. You know, <laughs> so um, if if I wasn't getting kicked out of school and mom was picking me up from school and dropping me off there for the rest of the day or ride my bike there during the summertime, you know, I actually uh, did some like part-time work there where the guys that used to run the docks and rent the paddle boats and the rowboats, you know, would sit there and get fucked up. And all of a sudden I'd kind of take over and here I am exchanging money and tickets <laughs> and running. So, I mean, that, that is my home. I've got more time there than any other body of water. You know, I've, I, it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a difficult lake at times. I mean, that- but it's such a good lake and I don't feel like a lot of dudes, <clears throat> maybe a while ago was, I don't know, maybe it's good now. I don't know, but a lot of guys fish there and a lot of guys, uh, cut their teeth there oh yes yes if if anything that like is- bob bobby sent me a picture of like a nine pounder like he's like uh-huh fuck. I'm like I was like some kind of swim, but I don't know what yes, the fuck sir. it was. Yeah, no, no, that was that's that it's was a big. The, you can catch big fish so there. Huh? Late, uh, right before I started decking on sport boats in '94, I was. Oh, you did that too. Yeah, yes. Uh, um, so I was throwing. I actually had my first optimum swim bait in '94. I think it was when they first came out. Caught my first swim bait fish. Was, was it like thumper a, tail? Or it was, was the it? thumper. Okay. Yes, uh, it's, uh, uh, about a seven or eight pound fish at Lake. See, I know. What I, I and, sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're good. But I fucking don't. <laughs> 
So I just heard people talk shit. Literally, I think I caught one fish on that bait and then started decking on sport boats. So that was pretty much when swim baiting had first came into the scene, in my honest opinion. Ninety four. Ninety four. Dude, in my honest that's opinion. a big deal. Like was, that's a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of How old are you right now? I'm forty one. So, well, I thought you were 31, bro. No, I'm, I'm, I'm you look the, so young. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to keep myself just healthy and me. do what I can. Thank you, though. But, um, I think if I would have never worked on sport boats and I would have stuck into the swim bait game, I'd, I'd probably be a little more connected with the guys in the industry because I really have a passion for largemouth and that whole, you know, lure and, and chasing. But, um, yeah, I started working on the Eldo. I, I was part of Eastside Rod Real at the time. Dan Hernandez was in there. Um, there was a bunch of old school guys as oh, well. Oh, look that, at you. So um, started decking on the Eldo out of out of Pedro, 22nd Street. Um, we eventually, you know, went to, I think it was uh, Long Beach or Pier Point. Um, and then we did summertime down in, D- down in Diego, you know, three three seasons you know down there for like three months at a time so i did about three or four seasons down there um experienced a lot of cool stuff learned a lot pretty much molded me into the man that i am today as far as just any job anything i could tackle going from a pinhead to second deck and with the guys that were on my boat you know target tj eddie mike redlew andy i mean all the guys um they molded me into like a man. I mean, and really to just be able to conquer anything. And if I ever do have children, and I, and I do have, you know, put them in a sport. Uh, they will. They will <laughs> pinhead. They will. They will understand what it is to have responsibilities, to have people's lives on on your hands. I mean, just everything. Fourteen years old, and I'm in the, in the wheelhouse. You know, I got I got wheel, I got wheel watch while they're asleep, and it's keep your eye on this meter and make sure we don't hit this, and we're good to go. And you know, so far so good. Dude, but, um, I had my my kid. Uh, he does drumline. Tight. But one of the kids in there, his name's Noah. Okay. And uh, he pinheads on some fun, I think, sometimes. Tight. And I'm like, oh, we hit it off, him, me and him and his dad. Tight. But it's cool to hear like shit like that. Like he's he's 16, 17. Perfect age. And he, he's like, hey, Nick, you want to go fish at this little private lake? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to fucking fish. <laughs> you know, not with my son, but of like course. I go fishing with them. I'm like, cool, I never fished there. So I'm like stoked. But it's cool, like the... Uh, like I always say, I, I know I say this all the time, but like fishing has no age, man. Like no. I could go fish with my son and his friends and have fun. Yes, I could fish with the fucking 90 year old man and still have fun. Yes, sir. You know, you know, it, um, it, it doesn't really matter if it was. So if it's after just, the, the whole pinhead thing. Yep. Did you come back and be like, oh, I'm swimming fishing again? Or so did you? pretty much after deck canning and fishing the salt for a good minute, you know, um, which I already was doing at the time, but it was just more of in my blood even more now since I was decking on boats. You know, I did I I, I did some part time on on the Monty. I did I think I scrubbed once or twice on the Islander. Yeah. Um. I did a t- the Cazadora. It's a six pack down in, in Mexico. Um. Anyways, when I finally came back to reality and and kind of checked out the saltwater game, I was like, okay, I need to find something. And at the time, I knew that uh, I've always had largies at Leg Lake, but stripers had kind of fallen into place to where it was like a freshwater yellowtail. Why um, so? just the fight the pull the viciousness the amount that they just shred and rip and tear and it was there was nothing really freshwatery besides big gnarly catfish in my opinion here on the west coast that you was, like catfish huh i love catfish man I'll, yeah. I'll, i've yeah. i've caught some monsters at eldo too i've got yeah. so I'll, I'll catfish all day long so but um anyway and i and i'm i'm running gun catfishing meaning i'm punching my bait and i'll let it sit there for a second and if i don't get bit i'll wind it up and throw it to another hole and i'm i'll cover ever as much water i'm not sitting there with my bell to ring yeah i'm i'm, I'm actively fishing but um 
so yeah came back up here or came uh got out the saltwater game a little bit started fishing freshwater a little more found stripers um con my aqueduct buddies that was when that was when fnn kind of fall, fell into place what was their name of them bakersfield the so- baker boys yep <laughs> yeah there he is baker boys Scott yeah yeah yeah, yes, yeah no i'm we're actually on a private facebook group there's like 25 or 30 of us just a small no, group I, rem- and, I remember that the yeah, baker no, boys yeah no the baker boys they we've 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 got a pretty cool relationship and our our back and forth chartreuse mike Mike, chartreuse brother, <laughs> don't deny it. Chartreuse be killing them stripers. So, um, so yeah, found stripers and uh, just realized this is this is what I like. This is um, not only that they taste awesome. Um, they're local at a lot of my lakes. Um, just, I mean, I I know that we have them in the saltwater as well, but they're more abundant in freshwater. And just became more diehard striper freshwater guy. Um, started the business up wrapping, and it was primarily for stripers. Um, made a couple rattle traps, made a couple jerkbait wraps, and then realized. The saltwater game was there where it was at. Um, wrapped a bunch of saltwater baits, pretty much everything you can imagine. I have wraps for saltwater wise. And then I took another step back and said, but the real money's in freshwater. And then I realized largemouth, swim baits, and here I am now. I just pursued swim baits. What was the first swim bait you, you started out? Probably having? an S waiver, to be honest. You know, probably for an S waiver. For you or for someone else? Um, just in general, probably was the, was the generic S waiver, you know, the starter kit. So yeah. um, I know I did a thing with um, Savage Gear Shine Gliders and uh, Mads Grosso and Savage Gear did a really cool repost. And I did a big giveaway as well. And that's also what helped kind of, you know, start the, start the thing going. And, you know, just try to just, you know, product placement, marketing. I mean, doing things like that, <laughs> giveaways, just trying to earn my or work my way way up and um so but yeah swim baits i realized the money the money the money and it was unfortunate at the time because largemouth guys don't hate me this um but i was all <laughs> i was all about stripers at the time and i really had to kind of force myself to go back into the largey game and it wasn't so much of of that i just didn't like them i just i enjoyed eating stripers as well so i can't Delicious. I, I will never eat a largemouth so pretty much it was like okay i'm gonna do this yeah. just for the cnr and then i finally was like and then i got into largemouth really largemouth swim baiting and then it was like i'm just gonna catch try to catch me the biggest yeah. largey i could on yeah. one of my rat baits company man got to represent so any any plant any any chance i have you know if i'm out on a lake i'm trying to i'm hunting largies because that's gonna have the best promotion that's gonna have the most you know the likes the most followers As a I mean, so like yes 100 like yeah, yeah. so the largies are where it's at in my honest opinion <clears throat> so and that's that's what's pretty much been my bread and butter since you know the last few years is realizing large mouth swim baits and just focus 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 so i'm um, eventually one day plan on hopefully coming out with my own line of swim baits um, I'm gonna get patterns and have those exclusive patterns just for those baits. My my DIY customers will not be able to purchase those particular wraps or patterns. So I'll have a little niche of a certain bait oh, with makes with sense, its own yeah. unique pattern that you know. I mean, so if you like, I mean, I have so many ideas. the The list at home is endless. I mean, it goes on and on. I like I don't even want to. But yes, there's a lot of stuff that I would like to follow through with. <laughs> um, and it's just about growing. Yeah. So and that's that's the that's the next step for me is just taking it to the next level and trying to expand. So. I mean, the, the demand is, is there. If I, if I sent you a picture of my work table right now and the boxes and, and the baits Shit. drying and what's on the sanding rack and what's on the clear coating rack. And I mean, and then I got my, my uh, production stuff, which is, you know, for my large companies, you know, Black Dog, Johnny Rat, you know, um, I mean, DWB. I mean, it, so it... it Damn. And then just being freshly divorced as well and just kind of finding myself <laughs> again, you know, and, and I'll be honest. Going I, out chasing tail. I, I give everybody 
the fair and equal amount of time that I try to work on something. I really do. You know, I try not to blow anybody off. The only times things will get blown off is if I'm just not feeling it, the vibe's not working, something goes wrong, and I got to start from scratch. I mean, there's many things that that'll affect that equation. But my 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 honest intentions are always to try to pump stuff out as fast as possible. You know, thankfully everybody you know kind of senses that and knows that I'm kind of a good dude and doesn't really blast me or get upset. You know, there are a couple guys here and there that kind of just back out, and I understand. Okay, anything, you know? Understandable, I mean, you know, and yeah. I'll admit my flaws. I'll apologize. You know, I'll always be there if anything yeah. I can do. I mean, I'll yeah. throw that out there. I mean, so and there have been a, a couple guys that have left and kind of did that, like you didn't you didn't fall through and then came back and you know completely took care of them and you yeah. know gave me that second chance. Yeah. You know, so and if that's if I'm given a second chance, I'm gonna I'm gonna <clears> definitely try my best to you know the second time. Obviously, so we're human. We make mistakes. You know, I mean, I'm sometimes I'm a scatterbrain. I say my. My, my my brain's working a million miles an hour you know it's, it's you know and and as a one-man show you know i'm gonna steal the the the, the fast and furious quote you know i live my life one rap at a time so to speak <laughs> i live my life by the quarter mile bro that's right and because right now i only have two hands and these two oh, hands fuck, can only man. do one rap at a time and you know if you want everything to be perfect that's funny man you want them to be happy it's it uh it it, it is what it is so but um, um hopefully we could change that so <laughs> what's your uh pb striper uh pb striper is only 17 believe it or not only? so that's yeah. a great fish it bro. is a, it I is mean, a great fish but in my honest opinion it needs to be at least over 20 25 to where really, are you gonna get that locally um you know pretty much they're all here but um they're but where i mean like uh where would that's i that's a big fish man like i got that at silverwood did so you? that was that. that I was, like Silverwood a lot. That was yeah. a spurt. Me and my buddy uh, Mike Oceans uh, uh, were actually trolling. Um, he was known as a Striper Mike because he owned Silverwood at, at one point in time. Uh, we're you know actually, uh, Tanner? Tanner, yes. Oh, yeah. Tanner. Hey, he, I'm yeah. supposed to have him on here, but we uh, awesome. kind of like, yeah. Tanner's got Silverwood on lock. Yeah. I mean, you've time time equals, you know, yep. so. But um, yeah, so we were trolling umbrella rigs at the time, which I kind of hate. Um, it was more so to go hang out with my buddy. And we you actually don't like had, A rigs, dude? I, if the fish are big enough to pull drag, yes. If, if I'm just winding in a, a, a bucket or a wet sock, no. <laughs> if I'm there to load up for food, to feed, or to yeah. give, or to share... Then I, but either way, I mean, I know it's fishing, but it's more, it's kind of like rock fishing. I'm just like, Arr. but anyways, um, we were trolling uh, umbrella rigs and um, didn't really have much luck. And all of a sudden, I turn around and I see this big boy out in the out in the center of the lake. And I had a 250 tied on him. And I tell my buddy Mike, and we're like, he's like, wind him up, let's go. So we wind him up, gas over there, you know, kill the motor a good distance, and just slowly work our way in. I launch my 250 into the into the center of the ring that the striper was boiling on, and I take two cranks, and it just comes up and devours it. Uh, I think I was throwing 30 pound at the time, and it's a little over over little a little much, but I, I've I've tie, I've I've had enough toothpick to knife fights or toothpick to bazooka fights to where I'm just like you know what, never again, and I just want to be able to just dominate and conquer. So. I hook this fish and I literally crank him straight to the boat and just, I mean, just like you're not going anywhere. I have him next to the boat before Mike can even get the net out. He looks up at, at Mike and the net in his hand and dives straight down. I mean, he's like, oh, oh I don't God. think so. And I'm like, no. And I thumb the spool and I literally stop him and I slinky him. He goes, boink, and he comes straight back up like a slinky. Fuck. And Mike gets him in the net and he hits the deck. And the second he hits the deck, the hook in his gill pops out and the hook in his mouth snaps. Oh my God. Br brand new depth 250, first fish ever. I look up at Mike. Mike looks up at me and we were like, this fish would have been gone two seconds later. Yep. Like, um, whether or not there was a, it was a weak hook or the, the thump from the deck and the leverage flex of the fish from where the hook was in his gill plate to in his mouth created it to pop. Mm -hmm. um, who knows? But 
pretty much it hit the deck the fish came off and we looked at each other and we're like whoa so um <laughs> we had seen one other boil throughout the day we chased it for a few seconds didn't that wasn't wasn't didn't really happen trolled yeah. a little bit more and that was pretty much it so and which was cool is a year prior mike was there trolling umbrella rigs usually he, th- he trolls like four inch and uh he had an umbrella rig i think rigged up with six or eight inch and at the end of the day he was like i'm gonna try this big one real quick Threw it out, not even five minutes in the water, and I think he got an 18 or a 20. Wow. So, which was even nice. more cool is he was on Western Outdoor News or in Western Outdoor News the, almost a year prior to when I caught that one. So, when I caught mine, uh, Mike Stevens, the editor of Western Outdoor News, did like a cool little dynamic duo, you know, Mike Oceans, because we both <laughs> had cut fish. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and Mike yeah, had already cool, had a man. name there at the lake of killing, catching and killing stripes there. So, yeah, that's cool. It was kind of just went along with it. So, um, haven't had really a chance to kind of uh pursue chase chasing or beating that pb since um just been focusing on the business um obviously working with patrick i mean just i think the more that i'm grinding for that next stage of life of 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 my business the less i'm really just kind of my game is in fishing in a sense and it's kind of sad to say the passion's still there um haven't fished in a few months went to lake lake haven't been there for months caught two five pounders the first time back that's nice man kind of looked at the lake said okay still got it you know and uh, (laughs) went back home and continued working and just yeah you know it's tough i'll sit i'll sit at my table for a week straight and just try to wrap and and do baits and then i just freak out and i'm like all right i need a few days off so i go take a few days off i mean um, so it's fun it's really fun i mean there's so many there um the the one of the one of the guys that I had wrapped a bait for was fishing the aqueduct and uh, got it snagged, stuck it under the stuck, got it snagged in the water. Um, never clear coated it, never did anything, just stuck a sticker on it and left it there. Uh, a month and a half later, he had snagged it, re-snagged it, and got it back. And he he called me up right then and there and Stickers was like, "Bro, still <laughs> it's still perfect. The ink didn't come off. It's not peeling. It's not doing anything, you know." And uh, that right there was a good confidence builder as well. And yeah, some right? material. Why would it not? Some materials are obviously better than others, and that there's there's certain things to to follow through while applying certain materials to, to you know you know to, to yeah. help them with a little more of security and stuff like that. But I mean. <clears throat> Pound for pound, I know what my wraps can do. Uh, Larry Brown had had a uh, a brass jig. He was catching big tuna in Wahoo on, and he had given it back to me. And literally, there was like eighth inch increment strips of it left. That was whatever the teeth didn't pull off, but whatever did not get teeth. I mean, the stuff holds. You know, I mean, it, it is a sticker. Um, it is it is gonna last. You know, for so long, so to speak. Yeah, of course. You know, what I mean, um, but the pound for pound, just being able to 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 mimic something that's realistic and really change that fish's mind not a, not alone little alone increase your confidence as an angler is is a big thing and that's 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 what keeps me going too is seeing these guys put us put this sticker on or have me wrap a bait from a fish it and then getting their feedback and saying dude um i just wrapped a a, a, bu- a, a bull shooter 164 guy in florida uh, first cast at a lake that he says kind of the semi semi got a four or five pound fish and he was just That's super nice, stoked he's yeah. like he's like dude first cast on this thing and i was like <laughs> heck yeah i mean uh my buddy jp gano he's won quite a few tournaments up up north um you know fishing clear lake um Berryessa, some of those other lakes as well on a bunch of the realistic rap stuff and he's he's lived up there and fished there his whole life and he's telling me like dude these, nice. these raps are changing they're they're increasing my catch and bite ratio and they're doing it and that stuff right there just keeps me going i mean you know yeah. so for sure i mean hopefully i get like i said i get to a point where i can start getting out and fishing a little more um i've got a whole list of everybody that's offered trips and i just i love to fish yeah but you so. gotta you gotta uh, it's hard to wait out you know what i'm saying yeah 
Yeah, it is. Sometimes very, you just got to say screw it. Very. <laughs> Sometimes it's, I'd love to go fishing all the time, but I don't yeah. think my wife would like it. So <laughs> agree. I mean, you know, I'd love to too, but I don't think my bank account would like it. <laughs> that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so until until my mattress is fat and my back is hurting, you know, it's like I'm just focused on success and you know, any way, shape, or form I could do it. So like I said, I've kind of dropped out the social media game a little bit. I've kind of not as frequent on on the sites. I mean, you know, those that still talk with me, you know, just checking every once in a while, which I appreciate, you know. So, but um. Once I'm able to take the business to the next level, I'll definitely be a lot more interactive. I want to, yeah. I want to go out and do a lot more stuff with the public. I was thinking of even doing like a, like an actual um, um, installation meetup where I can like, you oh, know, that'd be cool, yes, shit, man. You yeah. know, have them pay like maybe like a ten dollar, twenty dollar fee. I mean, give them a X amount of wraps. I'll have all the products there. I mean, literally do like on a on like a, a video screen and you know microphone. Oh, and, we could help you. Like you could help them outdo everything. You know, like that'd yes. be fucking sick. Yeah, there's yeah. there's so many um, there's so many options and and things like that. Um, eventually, uh, the next stage is 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 probably going to be. You know, uh, more promotion, more marketing, you know, because that's one thing I definitely am slacking on, in my opinion. I'm obviously my name is known and people know of it, but I just want it to be more. But it's a lot of work to like keep up on Instagram. It is. It is. I mean, people are probably wondering where the hell you post like once a month, once a week. Trust me, I I get it. So, I mean, and that's the time that I spend sitting, thinking through hashtags or whatever it may be. (laughs) I could be, you know, wrapping that one bait that there may be for, I mean, so it's just, but yeah, life, uh, life's been good. You know, I love to fish. I've, I've fished all throughout Mexico, Cabo, Masalan, Acapulco, Zawatanejo. Um, I fished Maui, Oahu. I've fished all the keys below Florida. I mean, I've never done Alaska yet. I'd like to go up there and try that. You know, I'd like to go try a couple other spots out in Europe and, you know, uh, maybe Australia. I mean, there's um, there's a bunch of places, South America, yeah. you know, Costa Rica. I mean, nice. um, it's like there's not too many fish that I don't have on my belt. Now it's just about upgrading the size, so to speak. So I've pretty much almost caught everything out there that swims, and now it's just about upgrading so oh, for sure man. yeah upgrading is is and that's and that's always the, the the goal is just chasing that bigger that better that you know i mean when i'm out fishing it's it's not it's not so much to catch a lot of fish it's to catch the biggest fish that i could so to speak you know so 100%. and i'll yeah. take all the fish too i mean don't get me wrong <laughs> you know so beggars can't be choosers i mean so but yeah um man it's a trip uh let's see no i i agree 100 percent, man uh do you want to plug anything well, a band of anglers, huh. um, realistic raps, um, anybody and everybody that's that's always been there to support me, you know, I'm always grateful. And, and uh, you know, obviously, um, Swimbait, Swimbait Universe, um, we, we got, uh, uh, let me see, oh man, it's so difficult. There's the list. It's so huge. Like if I go through, <laughs> I know, I if I know, go through like I my know. Facebook, my Instagram, and like when I'm writing posts up and I'm like tagging and stuff, it's like so overwhelming just to make sure you get everybody because... As your name is growing, your so is your circle. You gotta do so what you gotta the, do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but so I mean, hard. no, no. I mean, you know, much love to everybody out there. You know, from the for first sure. customer till till my last breath, so to speak. You know, I'm, I'm definitely grateful for what I can do, and you know, I try my best. So I, I mean, appreciate that, Alex. And uh, uh, check them out, Realistic Raps, right? Yes, sir. Uh, website too, or no? Yeah, yeah. RealisticRaps.com. Okay, know. yeah. Uh, he does a good thing, man. If you have Lucky Crafts too, go get them checked out, and they, he could hook them up. Yep. Uh, thank you for li- coming on, man. Thanks thank you for brother. listening. Pleasure, man. Thank and you. And we'll see you next time. Definitely, Nick. Next, guys. Cheers, bro. Bye.